0: Episode 3, hello, and welcome to Top Stories from R Confession, Reddit Readings, Episode 3.
1: Step into the world of power,
0: loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing, The Godfather, at
1: Chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world at the Godfather slot. Someday I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather. Now at
0: chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VDW group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: I accidentally killed my brother. I'm just living with so much guilt. I need to get this out because it's hard to talk about with people that I know. When I was 10, I had a little brother who was two and a half. We spent a lot of time with our neighbors because our moms were friends and they had 4 kids around the ages of my siblings. One day, we were exploring in the wooded area behind our houses and I found a huge rock. It looked like it had smaller shiny rocks in it. It wound up being a piece of cement with metal shards in it, and I thought it was pretty and wanted to take it home. Once we got back to our house though, our mom told us all to pack into the neighbor's car as we were going to Chuck E. Cheese. The rock was heavy so I brought it with us rather than lugging it home. My neighbors had one of those huge vans that sat like 15 people and had shelves above the seat so I put the rock in one of the shelves, and struggled to do so, as it was so heavy. Long story short, my baby brother sat below that shelf. At some point when the van stopped, the rock fell out of the shelf and crushed his little head. It wasn't super gory but it was bad enough to have killed him right away, right in front of my mom me, my brother, sister, and our friends and their mom, at an intersection during a red light, I just remember my mom screaming, where did that come from, and oh god my baby, over and over again, it came out as a whisper at first but eventually I was about to choke as an audible, me, and I'll never forget the look on my mom's face, it was a mixture of pure grief, knowing my brother was dead, anger because I had done something so dumb that it resulted in the death of her youngest child, and compassion, because I know she wanted to hug me and tell me it wasn't my fault, but she couldn't at that time, she's regretted it for years and has apologized to me over and over but all she said at that moment was, you killed your brother, I'm 26 now and it's been 16 years since my brother died and I'm still in therapy. My family has assured me every day since that it wasn't my fault and nobody blames me and that's a sweet sentiment but it was still my fault, it was an accident but I still directly caused it, that sweet little baby is dead because of me and I can't escape it, watching my parents grieve like that was unbearable, and they still feel so much pain, I just can't stand the pain anymore, my whole life has been a wreck since then and I can't seem to get myself on track. I'm a high school dropout who has to leave work at least once a month because of my severe and constant panic attacks, I have full days where I'm paralyzed and can't get myself out of bed, I feel like I should be dead, and not my brother, if you read all of this, thank you, it was hard to write, I just need the universe to know that I haven't forgot what I've done, and I want everyone to know that I'm so sorry, I'll never forgive myself and I'll never forget. Cop pulled me over and I called 911 and lied to get out of going to jail. When I was 19, I was running late to work in my tiny POS economy car, and on fumes of gas I didn't come to a complete stop on a right turn. Lights behind me so I pull over. I know I've barely got any gas at all and was almost to a gas station, hence why I rolled through the stop a little, trying not to have the car die, at the time. Around 1995, a new digital phone had come out called Voice Steam. now T-Mobile, and their whole big thing was the phones were digital and not cellular, they were the first phones with caller ID and one of the big things the salesman had said over and over was since it was digital the signal couldn't be triangulated or traced, not that I cared but it stuck in my mind, well as I give the cop my license, registration and insurance card I got an idea, I knew if I was late to work I was going to lose my job, they were super strict there, so I get an idea, and right after I hand the papers to the cop and he's walking back to his cruiser I called 911 and tell the operator I just saw a guy with what looked like a shotgun walk into a seven eleven that was about 2 blocks away, I confirmed the address then I hung up, about 30 seconds later the cops comes sprinting to my car and hands me all my stuff and rushed says, come to a complete stop next time then peels off to the direction of the store, pushed my car to the gas station that I'd almost made it to, and felt pretty pleased with my ingenuity, I was an idiot and I confess, I've stolen hundreds of dollars worth of water just by saying 5 words, my college has a food court in one of the main buildings, chick fil a, sandwich place, salad bar, etc, you get your food and pay at the exit. Every single time I've eaten lunch there since I was a freshman, I grab a bottle of water with my meal, walk up to pay, and say, I brought the water in, the employees aren't paid enough to care, and I pay enough in tuition to not feel bad about it. My little cousin cracked my iPhone XS Max screen, made my aunt pay $329, knowing I have Apple Care and it only cost me $29 my little cousins are the biggest shits in the world and my aunt pretty much lets them do whatever they want without consequence, they were roughhousing and knocked my phone off the counter, shattering the screen, my closest apple store is about 2 hours away and it's a huge inconvenience for me to drive there not to mention the extra gas, so instead of explaining this to her, she's the kind of person who doesn't care about things that don't affect her directly, I told her it was $329 to fix. Which is true if I didn't have Apple Care. She wrote me a check for $329 and I only had to pay $29 and I pocketed the extra $300. I consider that my non-disclosed inconvenience fee. Edit. My cousins are 14 and 15. Not exactly toddlers. I overcharged over 5,000 people. Back in high school I used to work the concession stand. In my school the booth was a little folding table where I would sell water, pop and chips to anyone that was a visiting team I would charge 25 cents to 50 cents more on the items they wanted to buy, and I would keep it, I ended up making somewhere around 3000 dollars doing this for my high school career, and no one ever found out because I didn't charge anyone from the home team the same amount, I cheated to get my bachelors and my masters degree, yeah I cheated, I didn't write any of my papers, I didn't do any of the work myself, I stole a lot of work, Took only classes anyone I knew did not used all their work for it with minor changes. I made it through 6 years and got 2 degrees. I got a scholarship out of high school by cheating. I cheated during the SAT. I cheated most of my life and I feel a little bad but not really. Thanks to a couple real ones for holding it down for me. Wouldn't have made it this far without you. I killed an elderly man, in front of his wife and basically his entire family. I haven't talked about this to anyone. Even though it's been years, even my closest of friends, minus the ones that were there. One night when I was in college I was driving to get some liquor for a party my fraternity was supposed to throw the following night. I was taking a street I was very familiar with to get back to my house. It was dark but the street was lit with street lamps. I remember that I looked at my radio for a second, just a second not very long at all. But when I looked back up to the road there was a man crossing. I didn't have any time to react. By the time I saw him he had already hit the hood of my car and bounced off to the side. I remember screaming and hitting the brakes and the wash of horror of what had just happened. I'll admit I had thought about speeding away, but I pulled over to the side and ran out of my car to check on this guy. When I got to him his family was standing outside the restaurant he was leaving and they were all screaming and crying. He has laying on the side of the road with blood coming out his nose and mouth. Two other men were standing with him trying to see if he was alright and calling 911. All I could say was, I didn't see him. I was frantic by the time it had set in what I had done. I sat on the curb across from the family and listened to their crying in agony while we waited for the paramedics to arrive. I sat there and sobbed while the paramedics took him away in an ambulance. I don't believe I've ever cried so hard and for so long. The worst part about all of it and what still kills me today was that his wife came over to me while I was distraught on that curb, sat next to me, placed her hand on my shoulder and said, I was married to him for almost 50 years, we had a good life, then she hugged me and said that she forgave me, after everything was said and done it was ruled that it was an accident, I wasn't charged with anything and I had one of my friends pick me up from the police station, I went down a dark path the years after that, I drank heavily. Dropped out of college in my senior year, and had to move back in with my mother and father because I couldn't hold on to a job, even tried to kill myself with pills. It was a hard road to recovery, which I feel I'm not fully recovered from nor do I feel I ever will be the same, but eventually I got my life back in order, joined up with the navy and saw a bit of the world, and now I'm on track to go back to college and hopefully finish what I started there. It took almost a decade but I finally start to feel almost whole again, I'm back to hanging with my friends, and actually going out, so maybe there is a light at the end of the tunnel, I watched my students beating their classmate and I ignored it, I'm a history teacher and in my class, 12-13 year olds, there's this little prick that always makes a lot of noise, keeps touching and messing with other kids and employees and makes mean, racist jokes about everyone. He is constantly trying to make my life, and the life of his classmates hell, thinking he is funny or something, in a nutshell, he is a bully, yesterday he destroyed his group project, causing everyone in his group to fail, although I'm giving more time for the rest of his group to remake all of their lost work, I already tried calling his mom, the bitch defends her precious son that would never do such bad things, he's such a sweetie. Today I was walking to the teacher's room to grab my coffee and I saw the kid being dragged to a corner, I knew what was going on the moment I saw it and I just ignored what I saw and kept going my way, the kid got roughed up and had to go home early while every soul at the class is silent shut about any suspects but I believe that everyone in the class knew about this for some time now, I personally feel no remorse nor I plan to advance or help on the investigation no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I just pretend nothing happened and gave my lecture as always. No remorse but I can't change the flare. My aunt hit my mother so I dragged her across the floor and punched her till she passed out. My aunt is a poisonous woman. Our whole family doesn't talk to her. She's done things in the past you wouldn't believe. So she left our lives years ago. Recently she returned out of the blow at my mom's house. My mom has two other sisters and a brother. My mom and aunt never got on. My mom is a lovely person but she could sense from a young age something was off about her sister, so she kept her distance. My aunt was nasty and would hurt people's feeling intentionally for no reason. She never had a partner or kids. She isolated herself from everyone. My grand cut her off when she tried to steal thousands of dollars from her. We all genuinely think there's something physiologically wrong with her. So back to where I was going with this. One morning I was at my mom's house, just chilling out and there was a knock at the door. So I opened it and there she was. She walked in, she looked like she had taken drugs. She looked dead behind the eyes. I tried to stop her but she pushed me down. I honestly don't know why she came to my mom's house out of everyone. I quickly got up and she went into the kitchen she startled my mom and punched her in the face. My mom didn't even have a chance to blink before she hit her, she went down like a ton of bricks, my heart felt like it had been sucked through into my stomach when I seen it, something came over me, I don't know if it was anger or adrenaline, but I ran up behind her and grabbed her hair and I dragged her out onto the back lawn and I bashed her face about 15 times, blood was everywhere, thankfully no one seen me or I might not have been writing this right now, I got up and I left her there, I went to check my mom, She was in a lot of pain, I looked back out the window and she was gone, we told our family immediately about this and they were perplexed and angry as to why she just turned up and attacked my mom, I'm still so hurt and angry as I write this, but I also feel tremendously guilty and upset that I done that to her because I've never fought anyone and I'm not a fighter at all, but something came over me and I snapped, I can't get over it for some reason, it just seemed so unreal and there was no reason for the attack. God forbid she had a weapon that's truly scary to think about. We didn't call the police, as I assaulted her badly and didn't want it to bounce back on me. That's another thing I feel ashamed about. But should I feel bad or not? I need others opinions as I've been bottling this up for a while. My gran was devastated. She just wanted her daughter back but from a young age she took to drugs, spent time in prison and amount of other things. You can't help someone who doesn't want to be saved. I gave a lactose intolerant customer dairy on purpose, I know this sounds weird but when I worked at Starbucks, there was a regular customer that was very difficult and rude, I was warned of this customer on my first day of training, she came in every morning and would try to rush the workers on doing their job and makes other customers feel uncomfortable, 3 months into working, she came in one morning and caused absolute hell, she was complaining about her drink while one of my coworkers was making the drink. As soon as she got it she accidentally spills it and asks for a completely different drink. I was so fed up. She wanted a frappuccino. She went to the bathroom while we were making the new order. I switched with my co-worker and made the drink. Instead of almond milk I made the frappuccino with regular milk. The drink was ready by the time she left the bathroom. She takes the drink and takes a sip and didn't complain. 5 hours later she calls the Starbucks from the hospital and I was the one who picked up. She got in a car accident trying to rush to a bathroom, she said she shat her pants, I couldn't be any more happier that she was safe but got her karma, I used to steal tons of food from my old job by pretending to be a customer ordering food and then calling 30 minutes later asking to cancel it, I used to work at this restaurant and the management there was just awful and the GM was just very verbally abusive. She always would complain about everything and one thing specifically was how there would be one or two customers who would order food and then never show up, she ended up letting the servers and hosts eat the food, so it gave me an idea, one day she said something that really pissed me off, so I called my job and ordered a bunch of food under a different name and then that customer would never show up, it made her livid and it gave me the bold idea of doing that whenever I want a lunch. I started to do it an hour or so before my break and I would order whatever I felt like eating that day and when they'd call and cancel I'd ask a supervisor if I could have the food and they'd say sure, I did this for the entire 3 years that I worked there 2 times a week, sometimes even 3, I didn't ever get caught, and I've even had a co-worker help me by being the one to answer the phone, it was kinda funny and that place was awful, so I kinda deserved it, after 13 years clean and 8 years of marriage, I did heroin 3 weeks ago and almost came close to fully relapsing, I was a heroin addict in the lower east side of Manhattan in the 1990s as a teen, I got clean at 21 years old after years of abuse, I got married at 26 to my amazing and beautiful wife, she knows I was an addict, I spent all these years not even really thinking that much about the concept of relapsing, it had been so long. I still thought about it, but with marriage and my kids and everything the thought of it was just so ridiculously out of sight to even consider trying it again 3 weeks ago. It was my friend's birthday, he is 4 years younger than me so of course he wants to go to some cool hip sketchy bar club thing in Bushwick. I got drunk, really drunk, I hadn't really drank much at all in the past few years so my tolerance was way lower than expected, there was a dealer outside and a few other junkies nearby. I don't even fully remember what happened, I just remember going with them, abandoning my friend at the bar, it was like 1am anyways, and going to some apartment and shooting up, I spent the night there, then all the way until noon the next day, I had 10 missed calls, I panicked when I came out of my days, I told my wife I had gotten way too drunk and was puking and my phone was out of battery so I stayed at Charlie's house. She was disappointed I didn't tell her but also thought it was funny because she used to tease me for not being able to handle my liquor. This was an I told you so moment. She had told me not to drink too much before I went to the bar. She wasn't even in New York. She was at a summer house with the kids in Massachusetts. I spent the next four days until they got back just riddled with anxiety, urges to get more heroin, horrific mind zaps. I don't even know what to call them. It was in some ways, worse than my withdrawal symptoms when I first was an addict, not because of the physical feeling, but the horrible mental feeling of what I was possibly giving up, my wife and kids, I wanted to get more so badly, I left my house to find heroin 4 times, 4 times, I gave up to get more, but wasn't able to find any and snapped back to reality and went back home, I still thank fucking god I did not somehow run into some street dealer during those 4 times. I would have absolutely done it, I feel like everything I thought about myself, that I was strong, that my addiction was behind me, that I had beat heroin, it was all gone, I am not going to say I am back at square one or anything, I am not, but I feel like something inside of me has reset, my unwavering strength against addiction was broken at the slightest temptation, I still am weak, heroin is so, so much stronger than me. It's truly unbelievable how much stronger it is than me, when I was young, my aunt had cancer, she beat it, then it came back soon after, and she beat it again, it didn't come back, and we loved how strong she was for fighting her cancer and that she had overcome it, she lived with us, I remember her feeling of strength after her second year of not having cancer, her third year, her sixth year, it finally felt like it was gone for good, her thinking it's finally behind me now. It's a part of my past, and then it just fucking came back 9 years after her first diagnosis, it came back and killed her, I remember her feelings and how she felt about it, so many years after she thought it had gone away, that is how I feel, like a cancer which I thought I got rid of a decade ago just showed back up on my screening, the first 5-6 days after I tried it that time outside the bar were the worst, my kids and wife have come back. The urges mostly went away the second I saw my kids, I hugged them so damn hard, and I never told my family what happened, nor will I ever, my wife never understood that side of me, she met me 5 whole years after I was clean, I just cannot have her know ever, I won't do it again, I am planning on not drinking to excess like that again, except maybe in very specific situations like at the summer house where there is no option of drugs, I mean. Not like I want to get drunk again like that, but just in case I ever want to get loose, I am never doing that in the city again, I am still about 90% plus sure that I won't ever touch heroin again, I am still positive in myself about it, it's just, it used to be 99% sure, that is what fucking terrifies me, I said heroin is stronger than me, it is absolutely stronger than me. But the reason I won't ever do it again is that it isn't stronger than my family, my wife and kids. I don't care about how good it feels. I will not subject my wife and children to me being an addict. I would rather just kill myself than that. When I was younger, I tried to hack my little brother's Nintendo Wii, and I accidentally bricked it. I felt so bad that I immediately went and bought another with the little money I had. Later I swapped the serial number sticker on the Nintendo Wii and put the bricked one back in the box and returned it to the store. The lady at the customer service desk opened it and looked at it very suspiciously. She even checked the serial number on the sticker to see if it matched the box. Thank god I thought of switching the stickers. I can't imagine what would have happened if she saw the sticker was different. I probably would have been arrested, she kept asking why I was returning it. I said I bought it for someone's birthday party. But he already had one. Eventually she took it and gave me the money back. I got a girl deported because we got into an argument. Years ago I was browsing Facebook one day and I saw a girl I went to high school with arguing with some other people. I was browsing through the comments and noticed they were all using some really incorrect terms and had some really bad misconceptions about the topic. I wanted to hop in there really quickly and just clarify the terms they were using and show then what terms they should be using so we could have an informed debate. She got so mad at me and told me that I was trying to discredit her and make her look stupid. She made a Facebook status about me in a long rant and was making some pretty hurtful claims. She then blocked me so that I couldn't respond to the claims. I made a fake account and added her as a friend again and found an old status that she made about how her parents illegally brought her over the border as a child. I submitted the photo of her status to a few government agencies and then finished out the school year and forgot about it. She never came back from summer break and some of her close friends mentioned that she had been deported with her family. I regret doing that because she couldn't speak Spanish because her parents wanted her to live here and truly be an English-speaking American and now she is in a country that she doesn't know and she can't speak the language well or at all. Thank you for listening to Reddit Readings Episode 3.